Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, welcome to the Double Drop Kick Show. I'm Heath Mulligan. Hey, I'm Mark Whitman. Hey, and uh, we're recording this. What day is it? The eighth, something like that. October the eighth, twenty twenty. It's been probably a month. Yeah, since we got together. Mm -hmm. You had some stuff. I had some stuff. Yeah. Today, no stuff. No stuff. Just this. That's right. That's all that matters in the world. How you been doing? <laughs> Pretty good. How you been doing? Since we last met, we've had some debates, presidential debate, a mm -hmm. vice presidential debate, mm -hmm. showing just the f brightest and finest that America yeah. has to offer. That's right, man. That's right. I woke up. I didn't watch the debate last night. I wake up, and everybody's talking about this fly yeah. that landed on <laughs> yeah. his head. It did. It did. It landed right on his head, and it stayed there, and it was funny. I, yeah, and Mr. President, I'm speaking, or Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking is going to be my new catchphrase when oh. people interrupt me from now. On. <laughs> Mr. Vice President, I am speaking. So they they let them interrupt each other at this one last night. No, they had a little bit more. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing. I mean, I just you know because mm -hmm. has anybody ever said you know I got to tune into this vice presidential debate because right. uh, you know I'm sure that's going to sway somebody's opinion on right, who they vote right. for. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched clips. And the clips that I saw was basically the same as every other debate in history. A bunch of people talking loud and not saying a word. Yeah. You know. I think uh, this being a wrestling podcast, there are wrestling promos that have expressed more common sense than a Than anything I've heard debate. in either one of those debates. Yes, this is true. This is true. Not to get political. I, I don't I don't stand with either party, so I think they all talk tough and couldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. So. Couldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. Never heard that for Really? It's I stole it from Jay Z. Or Jay Z stole it from me. I, I told him. Well Mr. Carter <clears throat> needs to get Yeah, I think he owes me some royalties on that. So one of the things from twenty twenty we were just talking about this. Regal cinemas. Yeah. Shutting down for the time being. You were a member of the Regal Crown Club. I was. You mm -hmm. could go see unlimited movies. Mm -hmm. I for a month, what was the one I was in movie? The one nine ten dollars a month see unlimited movies. And then like as soon as everybody got signed up, you couldn't see unlimited movies, and you could only see certain movies. And then you could see unlimited movies again. And then it was you can't. It, it and was, then you found out they were. It was all just a front to sell your personal information. To, right. That was their profit. Uh, their profit thing. Well, that was part of it, though, right? Wasn't it that you agreed to yeah. that? When you... Yeah, you agreed that, like, hey, you can tell everybody everything about me, which isn't that they know anyway. the case? Yeah, yeah, they know anyway. But Regal Crown Club wasn't that. I loved it. I mean, we, you know, we went and saw movies all the time. Right. And there was a I, Regal cinema yeah, near Yeah, right you. up the road, yeah. But, um, yeah, I hate it. I got an email. They quit charging me back like in February, and then all, right. I got a, an email the other day. They had charged me, so I got on to see what was playing. Yeah, they were showing the Empire Strikes Back. Right, I almost went and saw yeah, it. Yeah, I almost day. went. I kind of wish I had, but um, yeah, there's nothing. Now we did see uh, Drake and I saw Tenant. Yeah, highly recommend mm -hmm. if you if you like Chris Nolan, 
you kind of know what you're going to get. And he gives mm-hmm. it to you. And it is, it's one of those movies I want to see again, and then I'll probably want to see again. Yeah. And I'm, I think I could watch it 20 years from now and still find something new. Because even as the movie was ending, like there's this moment at the end where you realize something <laughs> from the very beginning of the movie. And you're like, how much did I miss? Yeah. Um, so that was pretty good. I watched Bill and Ted face the music. Oh. Yeah. And that was the same way, you know, See, same, same way. It was like, man, how much did I miss in that movie? So but I think that was because I was drunk when I was watching. See, it. I'm very curious because Bill and Ted's bogus journey ends with them playing the concert. And then it has all these magazine covers of them changing the world. And this is a movie about them not changing the world. Right, right. So I mm-hmm. I need to I need to just watch it. I'm a big Bill and Ted guy. I've probably seen I'll probably watch Bogus Journey twice as much as I've seen Excellent Adventure. I'm just the opposite. I'm an Excellent Adventure guy. I like it more than Bogus Journey. I just watched. Uh, it's on one of the streaming services. I just watched it a yeah. while back. Excellent yeah. Adventure. I love Excellent Adventure. It's so good, man. Yeah, yeah. and that's why. I mean, my wife and I both both love those movies. So we were sitting at home the other night, and you know. Decided to, I actually just bought it. I didn't rent it. I you, bought it. You, you couldn't make that movie today. What? Because you couldn't make Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure today. Why is that? Because you would be, they would have been criticized for using, for making Genghis Khan a human. Yeah. Uh, and even people would have been pointing out the flaws of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> they would have been yeah. – all the people they went back to see, well, you know Joan of Arc. Well, yeah. she, nobody liked her. Yeah, definitely, um, you know, human beings are flawed. Right. That's a, you know, that's a staple of being a person. Seems like there's a book about that that all have sinned. But we're not here to talk about sin. We're talking about movies. written by Anton LaVey, right? That's a different book. Yeah. That's a different book. Uh, let's is talk. So it, we. Is it, is it so? Oh, come on. <laughs> so we've been talking about this for probably three or four months. And it's been all over social media. The 30 day movie. Has challenge. it been all over social media? It's been on Instagram. It's been on Facebook. It's been on Twitter. It's all over social media. I saw. I just thought I, I saw it somewhere and sent it to you. Right. It's everywhere. Is it? Everywhere. Kind of like you. <laughs> everywhere. I'm not on Snapchat. Um, <laughs> we won't go through all of these because I, I don't have an answer for so, all of them. Well, let's do it. Let's do some. Let's do some. You know, let's I, get. Wait a minute. We're, no, oh, we're going to do them all. Let's. Yes. Let's do them all. <laughs> That's what I said, Mark. But let's. <laughs> but let's. Let's do several episodes. Let's milk this. Oh, without a doubt. We okay. Needed, we needed some episodes, and this will fill out a good two or three so episodes. So there's, there's 30 of these. We're going to do 10 an episode. Okay. That, you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if this episode's an hour, we might, these might be hour-long episodes. Yeah, I don't think they will. Well, you never know. I get to talking. Depends on whether you can just get to the point or not. Well, here's the point. And I don't what, – uh, what is the movie that reminds you most of your childhood? Good question, Heath. I would, all right, so here's what I th- – when I did this, I thought I don't want to use the same movie more than once. 
Okay. Uh, that's going to be tough to do. Correct. Um, it, uh, Stand By Me. Never seen it. I think I've seen you it. You never saw Stand By I Me. I think I've seen it, but I didn't. It was like saw it on. I rented it. I, yeah. yeah. I don't understand how that would not a that wasn't a huge. Oh my God, we have got to fix that. If you've never seen, Stand I mean, I've, no, I've seen it. What I'm telling you is, I've seen it, and it had zero effect on me. Really? Yeah. I think we had different. I used to do a lot of camping. Correct. And stuff like yes. that. So maybe, like, being, I was in with the Boy Scouts and going camping and, and trotting around in the woods a good bit, um, and you didn't. So right. maybe that's what it is. That, and then one that's not realistic at all would be the Goonies. Kind of reminds me of, of childhood. Those were two movies. I've seen them each once. Huh. Um, didn't see either one of them in the theater. I didn't um, see Stand By. I saw the Goonies in the theater, but I did not see Stand By Me in the theater. I, I'm going to tell you, I don't. I've had to think about this one. Um. I want to say like Teen Wolf, but Teen Wolf was like that's just a movie you watched when you were a kid. But I think Teen Wolf, when I watched it, it gave it was like that's what I want high school to be like. Okay, I want to be a mixture okay. of the you popularity wanted- of the wolf, but the entrepreneurship of Styles, <laughs> but the innocence <laughs> of Lewis. Yeah. And, but I didn't, I didn't end up with, I mean, during high school, I didn't end up with Pamela or Booth. No, no, you did not. Um, you ended up with the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even, but I, so I think when I see that movie, it reminds me of my childhood, of me, what I wanted my teenage years yeah, would be th- like this idealized version of right, and I think for me, when I watched Stand by Me as as a kid, I wouldn't have said this is what my ideal version of childhood is. It's when I watch it as an adult, mm-hmm. it's what I remember. Right, it's kind of how I remember, and I'm obviously it wasn't like that, but but uh you know the great line at the end i never had friends again like the friends i had when i was 11 right do, does any do any of us right um so yeah those that would be it for me um what movie has the best opening scene see this one mm. this one gave me a lot of trouble cuz there's a lot of good opening scenes my yeah i mean just um Indi- indiana jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. That's good. Yes. The opening crawl of the first Star Wars. Uh huh. The Dark Knight. Yeah. The Godfather. Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York. That's a good one. I mean, those are just a few, but I tell you, for me, mm-hmm. the best opening scene of any movie is beautiful. Mm hmm. It's. It's got everything. Yeah. It tells a life story in the opening of a movie. It's it's the beginning of the movie Up. I've never seen Up all the way through. I've seen the beginning. Dude. 
That, that is that not beautiful? Yeah. It just is. I, I mean, think that's why I didn't see the whole movie. Oh, it's the, I can imagine. The, the, yeah, yeah, for you, the, that the would have to be an scene, entirely different. The opening scene for me, mm-hmm. it was enough. I was like. It's too, yeah. I've, I've, this is great. I right. don't need to see the rest of this movie to tell you yeah, this no, is great. Yeah, no, because the rest of the movie is is, is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Up is an incredible Maybe film. Maybe I, I think that's one of those I've seen bits and, I mean, yeah. I'm, yeah. It's incredible. It's it is one of the best animated films ever. I'm not going to choose it right. as my best animated film because I I wanted to use it for the opening, it, yeah. even though it probably is my favorite. Yeah, animated film. I'm not going to use it. Yeah. Um. But man, that opening sequence of that movie mm-hmm. is it's just it's beautiful. It brings it bring a tear to a glass eye, man. Yeah. What about you? Uh Man, I, I I didn't again. This was something I I didn't um, I couldn't find an answer. I mean, I, all the ones you just said. Um, yeah, I, you know, they're just what movie just kind of grabs you by the you know just grabs you by the throat and just says we're going on this journey. Um. Yeah, I mean it's hard to it's just so yeah. Uh I say all that to say I don't know. I mean uh like what you know, what's a movie you would go back and you would watch that opening scene over and over and over. Um I do think, man, the dark night is just such a just sets the tone. Mm-hmm. For just an incredible, incredible movie. That would honestly, if it was, if Up wasn't so good, right? That I would have went with the Dark Knight. What I mean, what about uh, what about Jaws? Jaws is good. I kind of thought about that one. Jaws, Jaws set. Yeah. I mean, that sets that doesn't just set a tone for the movie. That sets a standard for yeah, and and really. The way they filmed that movie, totally by accident. The shark ain't working, so we got to do. Now we got to make it first person. Yeah, from the shark's point of view. Right. Um, t- you, you mentioned. I'm. Uh, you mentioned. Finish your thought, and then I have a question for okay. you. Okay. Um, the reboot of Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. The the opening. It's like fifteen or twenty minutes before the opening credits run. Uh huh. The opening of that movie. Is the best, like it could have been a short film, uh-huh. a Friday the 13th short film. Yeah. Of, it's just, this, these people show up and this is who you think we're going to follow in the film. Mm-hmm. And by the end of that 15 minutes, Jason has decimated this entire crew of people that showed up at, at Crystal Lake. Yeah. And these are not the people that we're going to be following. Oh right for the for yeah. the film yeah but you think the setup is that that these are the kids yeah and uh, and man he just he lays waste mm. and it's brutal and it's mean and it's it's violent <laughs> it's gory and it's graphic and it's everything you it's love. everything you love about the Friday the Thirteenth movies and it could have that could have been the movie yeah and I would have been I would have been all right well. That was cool. Yeah. And and could have left. And and cuz it kind of does go downhill a little bit from there. Right. But that sequence is the if all the Friday the 13th films, that sequence is the best sequence in all those movies, I think. 
Um, you mentioned the Godfather's opening scene. Mm-hmm. What, what, did, what did you like about it? Like, I'm trying to think. Isn't it just the guy and the Godfather talking? Yeah. Okay. That's it's, what it's incredible dialogue. Yeah. yeah. No, that's it right. It set the stage for who he was. Right. That he just didn't kill people. He's not cold. just kill. I'm not just going to kill. He said, you come and ask for justice, but that's not justice. That's not justice. You asked me. You asked me to do murder on my daughter's wedding day, but you never even invited me over to your house. You you didn't yeah. want anybody to know we were friends till you needed me. Yeah. But I'm still going to do it for you. Yeah. But I'm not going to do what you want because that's not justice. I'm not yeah. I'm not here to just kill people. Make them, make them suffer. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, true. I think it just sets the tone for who the, the Vito Corleone character is. It's inc- it's incredibly well acted. What about this is this one's going to catch you off guard. What about the opening scenes to Cannonball Running Two, <laughs> where you're just you're just Cannonball. It got this music. You're yeah. introduced to all the major players. Yeah, you're kind of introduced to this is everybody that's going to be in this movie. Uh-huh. And here we go. Here we go. Let's and then they fun. all get there, and then. They spend the night at the hotel, and they're all kind of talking trash, and then the next morning, the race is going to begin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's good. not what you do, it's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, that's totally for you, man. I saw some Cannonball Run t-shirts, Cannonball Run 2 t-shirts, and I, I tweeted it to him, like, dude, we need these shirts. But, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. Um Pre nineteen seventy movie. Um, here's one of my favorite films of all time, mm-hmm. and it, people should go back and watch it through the, the lens of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. You can draw the however you want to. It's a face in the crowd. Uh-huh. It's an Elia Kazan film. It stars Andy Griffith before the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, and he plays a guy named Lonesome Rhodes. Yeah. And <clears throat> Lonesome is a, he's a huckster and a con man that he starts learning how to speak and talk to the, the, uh, I don't know the right word, uh, middle America, right? Maybe, and, and he speaks in a way that they like, but, it, but actually he's a con man that just is interested in, um, getting as much money as he can out of them. Right. And uh, it's got Walter Matthau in it, Patricia Neal. It's just an incredible film. Yeah. Um, and if you want to see Andy Griffith not be Andy Griffith that yeah. you know and love, yeah, you should absolutely like go out of your way to see a face in the crowd. Right. It's that good. And it's just it's an incredible film, and it, it could not be more. Um, Appropriate. Appropriate for, for today's I, I age. need to check that out. Yes, you do. I'm going to go on and go ahead and apologize for my answer. You're going to say, like, what, Bambi? Wizard of Oz. Oh, God. Because I'm trying to think, like, I, it's hard for me to picture. We need to get you a pair of fuzzy boots and some Starbucks because that's as basic an answer. I know that's. What did I say, Mark? I know. I said I was sorry. But I would not a bad, maybe uh, but maybe I get it. maybe Planet of the Apes. When what year Planet did that of come the Apes, out? Yeah, that would have been pre. I don't know what movies yeah. came out before nineteen seventy. Yeah, Planet of the Apes is good. Actually, Wizard of Oz is a good one because 
you you may you will remember this probably. I don't know if your parents were like mine. Um, well, actually, I know for a fact your parents were not like mine. Yeah, but <laughs> but um, growing up before DV, like I think people that did that didn't grow up in an area of being able to see anything they want anytime they want right. will not appreciate the fact that the Wizard of Oz used to come on TV once a year. Yes, right. And that was the only chance you got to see it. You know, and you were forced to see it. Yeah, your parents said we're well, watching. We're watching. Wizard we of used Oz to go. Yeah. I remember we would go to people's houses. We went to the McAllisters' yeah. house to watch Wizard of Oz. I can remember very specifically my dad buying snacks and like Jiffy Pop. I can remember yeah. him making Jiffy Pop popcorn. Yeah, and I, because Wizard of Oz is coming on tonight, and it was a big deal when any movie, yeah, came on TV. Yeah, you NBC were, would buy the rights, and it was the Sunday night movie yep. deal, and it was it was must see TV. Yeah. But I say there's a lot of people, especially elderly people. That's when they saw the movie, right? They didn't go see them, and if you no. and then like we've if you didn't go see it in the movie theater, you just didn't see it, right? And we're talking, it would be a year or two. Yeah, before, After, uh-huh. before it was on TV. And then you saw the edited version. If there was anything, if it was R-rated, it was going to be cut out. Yeah, so somebody a two-hour movie get, somebody be Somebody was going to get caught in egg roll. <laughs> <laughs> egg roll. That's funny. Yeah. Um, Stop being an egg roll, Heath. <laughs> but, I, but I think the – I mean, I say Where's the Vice because there's no other movie that I've seen more. No other pre-'70s movie I've seen more huh. than Wizard of Oz. Okay. Because it came on once a year. It's not a bad answer, though. I mean, all joking aside, it's not a bad answer. I'm telling you, because man, it is. It was a significant part of our childhood. The, the witch still scares the crap out of me. We'll get to that. Okay. Oh dear heavens! <laughs> um, what's the first movie you saw in the theater? Star Wars. You saw? Oh yeah. You, see, mm-hmm. I saw it at the drive-in. How old were you? Not very old at all. But I, I've. Like, I remember. It's one of my first You're memories. two or three. Is standing. I don't remember, like, everything about right. the movie, obviously. But I remember standing between mom and dad in the front seat of the car, mm-hmm. you know, with, like, my hands on. And I remember talking the whole time. Mm. And I always tell people I come into consciousness when, when they made the jump to light speed for the first time. I remember that. I remember them sitting in the cockpit and talking about it. Yeah. And me sitting in the car and thinking, that's kind of like what we're doing right now. I can remember having that thought, you know. But that's it. It's not like I remember every little detail of the movie, but I do remember being at the drive-in. So it would have been two or three years old. Yeah, I I think, I am pretty sure, for me, it was Black Stallion, which would have been 80, 81. And I just remember there's a scene where he's asleep on the beach or something, then this cobra pops up. And the stallion comes up. I mean, I see it right now as I'm saying it. And the stallion runs and tramples the cobra. And as a kid, I'm like, how did they, how did he get that close? And I I just remember being, yeah, I just never knew how they did that. I still don't know. I still don't know technically. I mean, I know it's not real. (laughs) Really? And Um, then I would, like, but as far as sitting in a movie theater and actually having the the real memory of mm -hmm. the thing, I would probably be E.T. Oh, yeah. You know, I would say, now that I think back about what movie reminds me of my childhood the most, maybe I should have went with E.T. You know, how many times have you seen E.T.? 
I don't know. I mean, I watch it every couple of years. I saw you know? it. I saw it in the theater in the early '80s, and I have not watched it since. Really? Yeah. We saw it like two or three times in the theater, <clears throat> as, as did a lot of other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could that because that's what you used to do. Right. Now you go see it once and wait for the DVD to come out. Right. Then, if you liked it, you went and saw it again. You yeah. Know? Um, what's the movie you wish you'd been there for opening night? That's a good question. For me, I, it's Star Wars. Yeah. That was, was such a cultural phenomenon before there were really cultural phenomenons. Cultural fur phenomenon. Fur. Phenomenon. 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 <laughs> That's a good question, man. Like, like I would want to say Star Wars. Right. Um, even though I know that I saw it, I don't. Like, I think it would be cool to have the real memory of being there. Yeah. Um, dude, I, we've been there for the open. So many, most of the movies. So when I was thinking opening night, are we talking about opening night in Anderson or opening night when all the celebrities who were in the movie were there? Oh, that's a good question. Let's do both. Okay. For me, so opening, yeah. So what would be the one with all the celebrities? That's a good man. That's such a good question, man. Like, I would think I'm. A, this is once upon a time in Hollywood. Mm. If you could see that movie in Hollywood, at and, the and, and, like, I think that would be kind of cool because it was cool for me to see the the movie mm-hmm. right after I got back from Los Angeles, right? And to say, like, I, you kind of get the landscape. Yeah. You know, like I didn't, I don't recall like going, Ooh, I was there. Mm-hmm. It was seeing that in the movie, but the landscape and, and other than like the Hollywood sign, which I did go to. Right. Um, or, or looked at and saw and, and like the walk of fame, but they really didn't go, go down there for that movie. But I would imagine being in Hollywood, seeing that movie. Cause it's just an homage to old, old, old Los right. Angeles. Right. Um, and like we drove down Sunset Boulevard and we drove down Mulholland Drive and we stopped on Mulholland Drive and we looked out over Los Angeles. And so just doing that, like a few months before I saw the movie was kind of cool. Yeah. So I think that seeing that movie in LA would be, would that be would cool. be good. I know that's, I guess that's a weird answer, but it's right. just the first one that pops into my brain other than saying, man, it'd be cool to have seen. You know, met so and so at a at a premiere, but. and I was at uh, opening day for um, Galaxy's Edge, right? And Harrison Ford and George Lucas and Mark Hamill and Billy D. Williams, they were there. Did you see all? No, of them? no, I didn't. Right? I, yeah, I couldn't get that. Yeah, the event that they had was for the people with a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> they had that event, and then they opened it up, and yeah. they they were gone by the time we got there. But it was still cool to know that you were right. kind of there in the. You can you, know. you can say I was there with Harrison. I was Ford. in the park with Harrison Ford. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Um, I was just telling you earlier. Um, my old roommate, um, his wife and daughter are in a movie that was gonna get. It was gonna have a Fallon event because it's probably going to streaming. Mm-hmm. So they're doing a two night showing, and I was gonna go. To, to see it with them. How often do you get to see a movie with someone who's in the movie? Right. And then the Regal Cinemas are closing down. 
And uh, so we're not going to get to do that. But I, I would say it would be cool to be at a movie premiere with someone who's in the movie. Yeah. That you know. That's a friend yeah. of yours. I, so so um, uh, there was a movie called Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg. Horrible movie. Uh-huh. I might be the only person in America who owns it on DVD because on the DVD version, you can see me and Carrie and Carrie's wife and Carrie's uh, old roommate Bernard. Because we went to the – they were filming in Charlotte, and Carrie's like, hey, we, we can go to this thing. They're filming crowd shots. And I'm like, dude, I was working at Hardy's. I said, we can get these basketballs, and let's wear the basketballs on our head. And when they do a crowd shot, we'll be able to pick ourselves out. So sure enough, um, I take a bunch of friends from Southern Wesleyan and see this movie, which is awful. It has so much bad language. But sure enough, man, in the widescreen edition – you see those four basketballs in the crowd shot. You know what? I knew that that story. Mm-hmm. I knew where you were going because I knew that you had told me about that. And I almost interrupted you. Yeah. And said, and you were in the movie. <laughs> like you do me all the time. But I didn't. I resisted not, the urge. You're not in any movies. I resi- yeah, I am. What movie How are you in? you know in? what movie? Well, <laughs> 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 I'm in some home movies. <laughs> <laughs> They're very short. They're short films. <laughs> um, all right, uh, number six. What's the movie you've seen the most? Hmm. That is a good question. I wish I'd wrote some of these things down. Star Wars, maybe. Um, I had a tie. I think I have a tie here. You go ahead. Let's, let's, let's Mine was a tie between Braveheart and Tombstone. Okay. Because to, yeah. I used to watch those once. In college, we would have Braveheart night. We Once a week, we'd watch Braveheart once a week at midnight. <laughs> really? Yeah. God. Somebody, All somebody had to do was like, Braveheart. And we everybody, like, you know, we'd pile like 10 guys in my room and watch Braveheart. And then somebody would have to get up and switch the tapes because it was two VHSs. Boy, y'all used to get wild at Southern Wesley. Well, what else are you going to (coughs) do? Well, you should have come on over to where I was at. Spartanburg Spartanburg Methodist was uh, was a little bit bit different scene. (laughs) Well, the weekend I came, it wasn't wasn't yet wild and crazy. Yeah, Uh, probably not. But, yeah, both of those I've seen. Uh, a lot of times. Uh, man. Yeah, the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. I've seen that a lot. Um, I just love that movie. That Star Wars. Um, uh, but I don't, I don't know, man. Because I know that there's a couple, but I want to use them later on, so I don't want to use them. Right, later. right. Well, see, I didn't, I didn't come in with that. You did like I. I was trying. I wanted to have a different answer right. for and every I, question. And I and I think I do. I think I was thinking like that. So, um, uh, what is your favorite movie quote? Oh, the dude abides. That's good. That's good. I would say uh, <laughs> this is a tombstone quote. I'm in my prime. Yeah, that's a good one too. I'm in my prime. 
Or, uh, why, Johnny Tyler, where you going with that shotgun? I always just say that randomly. Yeah. Hey, Johnny Tyler. <laughs> where you going with that shotgun? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good quotes from Tombstone, man. That's a, yeah. Qu- I mean, people quote Top Gun a lot. I feel the need. I need for yeah, speed. Yeah, that's like one line. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, people quote Pulp Fiction a lot. I, yeah, that's a movie I need to see. I've only seen it once. I need oh. to see it again. I love that. So we'll get to it, too. Um, it's weird because I, 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 even using the dude abides, we'll get to it. I'm using that as my quote, so I'm breaking my own rule. Um, well, that's all right. But, yeah, I would still say for me the dude abides is – and I told you my quote earlier. Yeah. Where I combined the Pulp Fiction and the – Yeah. And the where I said I'm, I'm – the truth is I'm Walter. But I'm trying, Donnie. I'm trying real hard to be the dude. Yeah. That's a good and that's kind of where I'm at in life right now. I like you also had a great quote about the political situation. Would you like this is going on T shirt? I say copyright and you say <laughs> Well, I said why well, there were two. When I you I said well, they're all a bunch of turds. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. And then I said until the people on the right and the people on the left start pointing out the hypocrisy in their own parties as much as they pointed out in the other party, nothing's going to change. Well, yeah. Yeah, but but the short version of that is they're all a bunch of turds. <laughs> <laughs> what's your um what's your favorite sports movie? See, that's a good one. I, I, I probably Field of Dreams. Oh, yeah. Um I, yeah, I would probably have to. I, I like Bull Durham. I tell you, though, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Digstown? No. Carrie's told me about it a lot. Digstown. With uh, Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah. James Woods. Yeah. I just thought about it. That would be, as much as I love Field of Dreams. Right. And Field of Dreams, I think you and I talked about that recently. I some movies are not meant to be watched when you're 15. Mm-hmm. Correct. They're meant to be watched when you're 45. Right. And Field of Dreams is one of those movies. Correct. You just don't get it. If you if you watch it when you're a kid, you think you get it, but you don't get it. When you watch it in your 40s, you understand what that movie's about. I So, I, thinking about sports movies, it made me think of the movie that reminds me of my childhood. Uh-huh. Rocky Four. Yeah, have you heard he's doing the director's cut of Rocky Four? He's got mean? he's got all this footage. Yeah, because that was only an hour and a half movie. And it, if you watch it, and I've watched it recently, yeah, um, it's like at an hour and a half, like forty five minutes of it is training montage. Because yeah. that's what the studio wanted. But Stallone actually shot this long, dramatic version of the movie that dealt with Apollo's death and. Rocky's fear and Adrian's fear that he was going to get killed by this guy. And anyway, he is um, he's recutting the film. And it's supposed to be out like next month, I think, on for a director's cut DVD. This, they're cutting like all the robot stuff. He's taking all that out of the movie. That was stuff that he didn't want to put in. Happy they, birthday, Polly. Yeah, that's coming out. You know, that's why I didn't even think about Rocky, man. Rocky three and... Yeah, it makes me – but Digstown mm-hmm. is about uh, Honey Roy Palmer, mm-hmm. his Louis Gossett Jr.'s character, and he they make this bet with this con man in this town that um, um, 
he can't have like what ten fights in twenty four hours. I forget the the time frame. But, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, that's such a good movie. I'm gonna have to. Watch. It's I mean, such a good movie, man. And it's just it's it's funny, but it's very it's real dramatic in a couple of parts. I mean, it's and then yeah, dude, you got to do yourself a favor and watch Digstown. That's right, a that's great on movie. My, yeah. I'm gonna write that down. Um, so I had um, uh, Hoosiers. Yeah, Hoosiers is good. Because I, I remember the first time I saw it was at basketball camp, mm-hmm. and uh, just just loved watching it. Gene Hackman is just incredible. Not sure how he didn't win. I think Barbara did. Barbara Hershey win an award for that. I don't know. That's they should have won awards. I'm going to say something that you said several times. I watched Hoosiers back then, and I have not seen it since. Mm. Okay. I'm just not a big basketball fan. Right. And I, and I guess that's – not that it wasn't good. I'm just not a big basketball fan. But how about Semi-Pro with Will Ferrell? Everything okay? Yeah, is just somebody sending me some uh, BTS. So if you're a patron, if you're not a patron, go to patreon.com slash double dropkick. And uh, on BTS this week, at one of the levels, you're going to – get this story so uh bts scoop there you're giving your sources away oh sorry edit what (laughs) that now has been edited out Thank you. Good yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. Yeah, he might not be real happy about no, that. No, no. Well, he, I wouldn't tell what he told me. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. I, <laughs> no, I wouldn't tell. He's the one that told me this. Right. Yeah, um, but still, it's probably not a good idea. Anyway, yeah, that's pretty That's pretty you cool. You can tell me when we pause. Um, probably not, I'm sure it's something about somebody that I could care less about. <laughs> no, this. listen. You'll care about this. Okay. Um. Okay, so um, Hoosiers basketball. Hoosiers. Also, major. I like major league too. Semi, uh, yeah, I was gonna say major league and semi pro with Will Ferrell about the American Basketball Association. Yeah, I didn't really. I mean, they see, because I like, yeah, I didn't really like that. Um, Scooty Double Day. So I think <laughs> wife has big old boobies. <laughs> um. All right, I messed something up here. Um, So, all right, that's eight. So, we got two more. Um, Favorite car chase. That's a good one because there's a lot to. Yeah. um, Vanishing Point. He's got a great car chase going in 60 seconds. Not the Nicolas Cage, Angela Jolie abortion. The original going in 60 seconds. Yeah. but I got to tell you, man, for me, for when I'm putting on the one that I want to watch that's the most fun, that's the most enjoyable, it's Smokey and the Bandit, man. Smokey and the Bandit? Yeah. yeah. The whole wanna, movie's a car wanna, chase. You want to? I had wanna, to respond to the previous source. Uh, he was giving me more information. I got you. Smokey and the Bandit, man. You know what I put? What's this that? is a movie. I haven't even seen the whole movie. I started watching it, 
and uh, and and I realized because it was like ah, I, it was on Netflix. It's got Ryan Reynolds. It's a newer movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, I start. I was just like, ah, I don't really want to see this movie. I'll start watching it, and as soon as I start watching, I'm like, okay, that is a good movie. I'm going to need to watch this movie when I can give it, uh-huh. and it opens with a car chase scene right, right. Th- that does not end the way you think it's going to end. What's the name of that movie? I don't know. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's a really good. It's a like a Michael Bay movie. It is right like a yeah, yeah yeah. Now I'm gonna. That's a, that's a great movie, man. I mean, it's not well. Let me let me. It's a great. It. It's not a great movie, but it's a great movie. But Smokey and the Six Bandit. Underground. There you go. So that's good. But Smokey and the Bandit, like Blues Brothers. Okay, Blues Brothers. Yeah, Blues Brothers is 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 a good candidate as well. But you have like the movies like Vanishing Point. And, All right, what's Vanishing Point? I'm not familiar. Uh, Kowalski uh, drives a car across country, uh-huh. and he's being chased. Uh-huh. And it's just a, it's the whole movie is him driving, uh-huh. driving cross country, um, like on a on a bet. Can he make it here in, in such and such a time or so? I forget the whole. But anyway, he winds up being chased by the law and getting hassled by the man, and. Uh, yeah, it, it's a simple movie. It's Vanishing really point. Movie. I'm, I'm going to write that um, down. The movie Duel. Have you seen Duel? Uh-uh. Who's in that? Uh, nobody of consequence. But I'm it, writing down these movies. Duel is the first film. It was a TV movie mm-hmm. directed by somebody you might have heard of mm-hmm. named Steven Spielberg. Ah. And it's about a guy who cuts a truck driver off. Yeah. And the truck driver... Oh. Um, stalks him. Yeah. And they, I mean, it's an awesome movie. And actually the truck driver is unseen mm-hmm. for the film. And you talked about Jaws earlier. That was where Spielberg came up with the idea for shooting a lot of the things where you didn't see the shark. He used some of, oh. some of the, the things that he did on, on duel. Uh, it's re- it's a really good movie, man. Um, Death Proof, the Quentin Tarantino movie Death Proof has mm-hmm. got an, a couple of awesome chase scenes. In right, it. really, really good chase scenes in it. Yeah, it was, and I was trying to think of some, some good Italian job. That's got some good car scenes. Yeah, uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, it's got some good. Probably the some of the most. I mean, and then obviously you got the Fast and Furious. Stuff, right, but I mean that's you know. Right. That's so over the top. Right. Uh, right. For me, you talked about uh, Six Underground. What I like about the other stuff, the, the, the vanishing points and the going in 60 seconds and the Dirty Mary Crazy Larrys um, and Smokey and the Bandit and White Lightning, mm-hmm. um, another. I Yeah. <clears throat> another Burt Reynolds film with Gator. Yeah. Both of those two had Burt Reynolds in them. Uh, they're all practical effects. They're yeah. all real guys driving real cars. Right. You know, and that was what I like about that. Right. These right. are It's not computer-generated stuff. It's not CGI. Uh, so I watched The French Connection just because it had the famous mm-hmm. car chase scene. Yeah, that's a good – Bullet has got a good uh, chase scene through, uh, through uh, San Francisco, mm-hmm. up and down those, those hilly, those big hills there. Yeah. Yeah, the French Connection is a good movie, man. Um, and then the last one for this episode, 
the movie that makes you, made you the most scared? Wizard of Oz when I was a kid. First time I saw it. Yeah. It it it, it terrified me. The yeah. mon- the monkeys and um the flying monkeys. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why. Oh, but when wow. I was a kid that that terrified me. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that would And I don't know that I've ever been more scared of anything. Right. You're I not was. scared of a lot. Not when it comes to movies. No, now I watched right. the original I watched the original Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. the first one. When I was like I shouldn't have been watching it. And it come on TV one day and we were like my parents worked and mm-hmm. man, it was just a different time. Yeah. You just you'd stay home on Saturdays and they'd say, Don't go out in the yard you know, stay in the house. Yeah. And, uh there'd be some food there, you make yourself a sandwich. We just yeah. were a little bit more self sufficient. Yeah. You know? uh, it was a different time. Yeah. But anyway, um and I can remember Friday the thirteenth coming on the USA network one Saturday afternoon and I was at home and I watched it. Yeah. And I mean I might have been seven or eight years old and Yeah. It it scared me. Yeah. It scared me pretty good. I, yeah, I don't really get scared at movies anymore. So. I watched Parents Went Out of Town. My brother rented some movies. Yeah. Faces of Death, like three, and The uh-huh. Exorcist. Mm-hmm. So we're in the basement, the infamous basement, middle of the night. And I'm 10, 11. Watching The Exorcist. And I'm also a young Christian. Christian. Uh And so all of that just combined, and it just just, uh, ruined me. It's actually on HBO Max. Uh And I'm like, I can't. That's a good movie, man. The Exorcist is a... But that's like the cliched answer, I guess, The Exorcist is. But I understand anybody that would say that my mom saw it in the theater mine did too and she said people were shrieking Uh and it was my mother is still terrified of that movie if you ask that question to my mother that would be her answer that's for like an entire generation that's their answer yeah that's right i think most people even me who's not say okay i'm not really scared when i go see movies i went and saw it in the movie theater oh wow um they re-released it. Yeah, a couple of I, I say a couple of years ago, hell, twenty years ago now. But I, you know, Miss Whitman and I went mm-hmm. and saw it, and it was scary. Yeah, sitting in the movie theater, it was it scared me while I was in there watching. It. So it and that doesn't happen now. I'll give you a, a moment mm-hmm. that scared me just a year or two ago. Okay, is about this time of year. It was cool. It was getting dark early. Miss Whitman was working. I was off the next day. And I had stayed up. It was about 1 o'clock in the morning. And I mentioned I like Halloween. Yeah. Well, I always, in October, I like to watch my scary movies. In November, uh, I like to watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And then at, at the night of Thanksgiving, I like to watch Christmas Vacation. Yeah. And then I watch my Christmas movies. and. Yeah. In December, every year. Yeah. So, I'm watching Halloween. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm home alone. Mm-hmm. Original Halloween. Got the lights turned off in the house. Got the volume turned up. And I smoked at the time. Mm-hmm. But I didn't smoke in my house. So, I 
pause the movie, whatever, and I step out on the back porch. And I light a cigarette up. And I take a couple of draws. And all of a sudden, my heat kicked. (laughs) 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 And and it, you know how they'll do that when they kick on. And it was this quiet autumn evening in the suburbs. Mm -hmm. And I remember I flicked a cigarette as I was running away. (laughs) (laughs) And I dipped back in the house. And they really, like, it just kind of hit me as I'm going through the door, man. You know, it got me. You know, it scared me. So that happened a couple of years ago. That is funny. Um, uh, When we went to see Blair Witch Project. Yeah. There's a scene where they're in the tent, and you hear all the children's voices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That scared the crap out of me. See, I, that didn't scare me at all. We, well, see, we'd been we were talking about this this weekend, Clark and I, because we I remember one Saturday we're home on the couch watching these documentaries mm-hmm. about we found this footage and this is and and like we go to this movie thinking is this real or not? It was incredible. Yeah, I may not have. With social media, you might not could ever duplicate something like that again. You couldn't. Yeah, you um, couldn't. Just tremendous marketing, and you uh, couldn't do it because it's overdone too. That was a, right. It was unique at the time. Right. Right. To do that. Hey, I tell you what. In the that's ten, so we're done for this episode. We're gonna put in the show notes. We're gonna list the ten categories that we mentioned. Uh, so wherever you're listening to this. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page, the Double Dropkick Show. You can go to DoubleDropkick.com and comment and let us know. We want to hear – I want to hear from you mm-hmm. what movies uh, that – you know, I want to hear uh, your answers. Um, you send me, you know, a Facebook message. You can tweet at us. I'm on Twitter at Heath Mulliken. I'm at the DDK Show. And, uh, yeah, so let us know, um, <laughs> you know, what movies – made you feel a certain way what movie reminds you of your childhood we'll have the list we'll give you the list um but i'm excited to continue this conversation and it's getting to be lunchtime and mark said the b-u-f-f-e-t word which is a word that has not been in my vocabulary for 10 months it may be time to change that hey i'm trying to get you to not be so scared of right the world in general right well you're, you're an extrovert you need to be out there i need to be out there Jiving and smoking. Moving and shaking. That's right. Uh, Anyway, we're going to go move and shake and do what we do because that's what we do and that's who we be. (laughs) But as always, for the Double Dropkick Show, I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.